Okay, well, I'll redo the intro. Okay, real start. Okay, we are here. Episode 7 of the Cancel Culture Pod. The real members are here yet again. <laughs> the core members. Uh, the core. The core members. We are here to talk about the inner shit. The dark triad. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm the Machiavellian one. Ooh, yeah. Nah, you're more like the Freudian one. And I'm just the dark one because I'm, I'm black. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, what's been going on? What's what's been going on, guys? Any cool things happened this week? Nah, dude, you guys sound boring. Y'all never do anything cool <laughs> when you're not with us. Uh, the flowers and foliage bloom, so uh, I haven't been able to breathe out of either hole for the allergies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same with it. me too. Damn. I cough endlessly and violently and my nose is constantly stopped up so when does the uh so since you have this this yearly cough like when did this start like how many years ago five or six something like Damn. that is it like always like the same like cough or does it like get worse over the years or is it like always just the same uh, shitty cough it will persist for about a month or so mm-hmm. roughly and then I'll always forget just how bad it is until it runs back around. Yeah, that fucking sucks, dude. You better mark that shit on your calendar. It's just a big fucking red circle. <laughs> Cough incoming. Like, Skull and crossbones. <laughs> March the 15th. Like, yeah. Oh, no, it's the 7th. Oh. <laughs> that fucking sucks, dude. I couldn't imagine having like a cough for like allergies. I just sneeze a Ooh. lot. I have asthma and I don't have what he Me has. Me too. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that is. Man, pray for my man. Fucking <laughs> consumption. Monthly consumption is what Kevin has. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Um, a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of crazy shit happening. Uh well happened the last week or so. Um a lot of hatred of minorities and women, you know, just another day in America, yeah. Um I guess we can first start off with the, I guess some guy. I don't know all the details of it, but I guess some guy um, like shot up some Asian like uh, massage parlors or whatever. And like I read the story, and I just like, oh, here's another one. And then even like just today, another story broke. There was another shooting incident. Yeah, um, ten, in, in ten people dead in Colorado. Yeah, ten people dead, and it's just like. And and they got the guy who did it like in custody, and this is just when we read shit like this. This is just the kind of um, shit that uh, a, a lot of people be talking about. Where they're like, oh, you know, <coughs> black people can't even exist in general area of police without getting murdered brutally. But this guy could. Um, well, I, I don't want to be that person because we don't know who this guy is yet. Nothing's been revealed about him. It could be a person of color probably isn't but it could be um it could you know we we don't know um but like you know what i mean like stuff like this happens and they always get to like go to jail or whatever whereas black people they 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 die um so it's this sort of stuff happening so much it's just it we talk about it all the time we've talked about it multiple times on the few episodes that we've done so far where we're just like okay gun control like what do we do about this and it's like if we can't do anything about gun control like let's say we can't get rid of everybody's guns 
Like, what other options do we have to deal with these issues? Because it feels like as soon as everything started opening back up again, oh, it's time to go out and just kill people. Um, it's, it's, I don't know, man. It's very, very sad. Very, very sad. And then I guess the dude who did the Asian um, massage parlor shit, he, I guess they said he had like a sex addiction or whatever. And like, that doesn't, that doesn't mean go kill a bunch of Asian people. And it's just like, I, I just, I, I like, like, I don't understand. Like, did homie just go into a massage parlor and say, like, please, happy ending, please? And then they were like, no, weirdo. And then he killed him. Like, I, like, it just sounds so silly to me. Let's just all around. the next one down the road. I guess I'll just, yeah, I guess I'll just kill all the ones in here and then get to go to the next one. It's just like, ah, man, I just don't understand, like, the mentality of people who just wake up and say, and, ch- and literally choose violence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They have too much time on their hands. Yeah. To be able to think, and that's, and I, I don't mean, I mean that all as a joke, and also it's just, it's in general, they do. It's like almost all of the ones you hear about that do this, like, I, I bet the one today it'll be, he was, he's recently unemployed or something like that. Yeah, they already said that. They already pulled the whole, he had a really bad day bullshit and it's just like oh, come on now poor man poor hitler got knocked out of the art school <laughs> poor, like fucking like eight people died like they had the worst day you know what i mean and also like i get this sense every time because i just reviewed like the cnn article before this started mm-hmm. and like every time there's a new shooting or something like it, i even am guilty of this like it's it's just becoming like just the like the mo, just like the usual state of things. Like, oh, look at that, and it's almost like it's like it's like, oh, there's a shooting in Colorado. Like, oh, I've been to Colorado. Have you been to Colorado? It's like it's just, it's just, it's almost like the oh, there was a storm in Colorado. It's like on that level because it's just so regular. Uh, yeah, like that, that, and that's very, very sad that we're kind of just like, oh, here's another one. You know what I mean? It's like. I, I just, I, just, I don't know, man. I, and I don't know if Kevin knows that he's muted. Yeah, he does. I can oh, hear. Oh. Just a moment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was uh, coughing up my uh, gut, so. You had a coughing fit. Okay. <laughs> anyway, kind of remind you of Aurora, which in yeah. turn remind remind you of Columbine. Colorado hasn't had it great. Not great. Yeah. yeah but- I don't. I don't know what can be done to be honest. <laughs> and I usually can can kind of get and I can think up decisive and Kevin's this way too, like the answers to things, like black and white almost. But uh, well, like no, I hate to go the route of like, uh, like oh well, it's mental health. We need to look into mental health because that's uh, a narrative that's been pushed more than anything. We don't have a um, gun problem. We have a heart problem. Like you have an idiot problem. I think, but I think it's like I think it's both. You know what I mean? Like I feel yeah. like mental illness can be. We could yeah. definitely do more about mental think, illness. And I think guns. it's one of those things that it's like kind of like the minimum wage thing. I think it'll be alleviated if and and begin to remedy if other factors are fixed. Because I think it's a symptom of <laughs> our culture and society rather than like a a big target issue. Yeah, like how like inflation is a symptom of depression in a, in an economy. 
It's not the and well, it, and inflation can be the, the cause, but usually it's not the primary cause. Yeah, it seems like because um, I feel like a lot of people will say similar things to this, where it's like, oh, we have to fix a lot of other things first. Uh, a lot of these issues are rooted in just American culture, uh, but it's just like American cult, like America is built on the American culture of like freedom and like being like, oh, fuck you, I'm gonna have my gun and do what I and be racist and do what I yeah, want. But you know not I mean? go kill people over it. That's what. Well, and if that's like becoming part of the ingrained culture, like, well, then I guess we need to have a re-education. Then maybe that's part of the. The remedy. Yeah. I, I know a lot of people are well, the extreme. And it's not, it's not like to the point of like, oh, we'll for, force a new narrative. Like, no, this is the old narrative. Yeah, for sure. The, the one that's, that's made us great. And it's, and we've forgotten that. I think the, um, I, I like, I, I always hear like the extremists on both sides, the extreme left and right, both saying like, oh, we like the, the country's gone and shit. We just, we need to just fall apart and just like form a new like republic yeah and that'll be absolute bloody chaos yeah that will be one of the worst things to happen in world history mm-hmm. is an american <clears throat> a second american civil war the way we are now without a doubt uh because <laughs> there's so many more things in the picture that can make it worse with i don't think doubt. that's gonna happen i don't think all those people on both sides of that are classic examples like you don't have the fucking balls to do that that is that's like that's like century defining kind of uh ego to think that to truly think that way and you just don't have the yeah well the short of it is uh people are violent yeah we always have been yeah. guns are violent tools but you know we kind of love them here so you know, we have a lot of people who got a lot of guns. So, fuck it. Nothing to be done. Get ready for news stories first. Until you die, that is what is going to happen. Yeah, as sad as that is, you're, you're 100% right. I, but people would call that a cynical view, but I think it's just horrible. <laughs> it realism. is, it is a cynical view, but it's a real view. <laughs> yeah, a, a cynic is what an optimist calls a realist. So, and I think that's. That's, I think that's a realistic view. That's why I like it's it's I kind of despair and it's like there's not really much to be done because like I said it's not you you can't treat a symptom. I don't think I don't think it's a, a root cause. It's a symptom, very bad symptom, very bloody symptom. But uh, yeah, just, we just kind of have to hunker down and hope it's not you. I try not to read into these stories too much because like as as this stuff has kind of started to ramp up. Um, with all of this stuff and i'm just talking about me personally but with all this stuff like this is kind of like a huge fool for like people who are like anxious people um like i'm not i'm not to say like i'm not like shaking my boots like i'm always in the house like oh i don't want to go anywhere because i don't um you know because i don't know but it is always kind of like in the back of my mind. Like I am scared to uh, go to stores and like if a loud noise happens like i'm i'm i'm, I'm already just on like you know what I mean? Just fight or flight, uh, even driving around like and like going back to like the cop situation, me being black, like I'm terrified of getting pulled over by the cops, even though I know that usually I wouldn't be in a situation to get confronted by the cops because just how, how I move in life. But still like it like, you know, you, you never know. And like I'm terrified. And then Aaron, Aaron got pulled, pulled over by the cops the other day uh, <laughs> or like two weeks ago, maybe. And I was just and she's telling me and I'm just like freaking out 
inside. But she's like, oh, and she said it was it was a it was a pretty normal thing. But it's just like, and I know that most interactions like this are normal. Most people will go to be able to go to the store and be cool or whatever, or school or whatever. But the fact that this happens so frequently, it's just like, uh, it's it's hard to. Um, not uh for people who are way worse than me to not feel like oh damn i can't be go anywhere you know what i mean um so i so i think if we were to fix something it it, i think mental illness probably the first thing that we would try to look at but if if we can't fix mental illness then it's like okay we gotta just take the guns away but as kevin said maybe two episodes ago the only way we can take the guns away is if we get a big ass magnet. <laughs> Just, exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I used to be really big about a. Oh, uh, if you buy an assault rifle, like it's like in the system, and you know, blah blah blah. But at this point, it like it's or this sort of culture we've had for the past, like, but because even like the culture we've the gun culture we've had for the past fifteen years is markedly different from the one like we've had before that. Mm. Because after the assault weapons ban was lifted like 15 years ago or so, mm. I don't know, Dane, could you fact check the time for me? But uh, I think you're about right. It, it, yeah, it, after it was lifted, because, uh, you know, no one really owned assault rifles before that. Or, you know, not even assault rifles, just semi-automatic rifles or anything like that. But oh man, has the fucking uh, NRA and the gun corporations been pushing that? Now basically everyone has one. So it's like, okay, uh, anyone who buys like a, what the government would classify as like an assault weapon from now on, it gets like put in the system. It's like, okay, but what about all the ones they've been buying for 15 years that aren't in the system? Yep. The majority of them. I would yeah. say, like I know personally, people who have done that. Um, yeah, and then you still have pro- the problem of fucking gun shows and stupid shit mm. like that, oh, where yeah. guns are just like, here is a stack of money. Okay, here is a gun. <laughs> it's easy, and you to know, buy the- a phone charger. I mean, it's just yeah, simple. My dad is a bit of a a move an economic mover when it comes to that mm-hmm. like he said 3 years ago he was like oh boy it's like uh <laughs> cuz he he's like a big hunting guy so mm-hmm. uh just in uh collaboration with that he is subconsciously like a gun guy yeah. like he owns a lot of like rifles and shit but mm-hmm. you know most of them he never uses he just has them yeah however one of his friends uh, because he was like doing work for like a rich guy, gave him like an AR-15 as like a gift, and he was sort of like, oh, "I can't deer hunt with this. What the fuck am I gonna do with it?" And but about three years ago, he was like, <laughs> "I can't wait for Democrats to get back in office. I'm gonna take this bad boy down to the gun show and sell it at a marked up rate," <laughs> which is uh, really true. Yeah, <laughs> because I remember. Because my dad, just being a hunter, he's always like, if I can go to the gun show and uh, scam some uh, <laughs> 308 rifles out of some hicks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we used, I, we went to one like after Obama got elected, oh, and man. it was unironically a line of people to get in, and people just got impatient, like, 
here's my gun. Anyone want my gun for $2,000? And be like, here, here, over here, I'll spend $2,000 on that gun. <laughs> so, Jeez Louise, man. Yep. Yeah, there's nothing we can do. We're all fucked. We are get- fucked, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. I do think it, like, it, it, uh, as these go on, Mm-hmm. Let's say they go and they will uh, not say they will go on for because I don't there's not a solution to it mm-hmm. um, for the next 10 years. It feeds into like the national narrative of like in decline socially. Yeah. And that's like and that that's why they're that you're saying like the past 15 years. That's why it shot up is because the NRA is there's there is a philosophy of why they're doing that. Is they feel that they feel they need that to protect themselves, and it buys into you know a lot of gun nuts. Like I've said this before on a previous episode, uh, they would fuck their guns if they could. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they look at those things and they lick their chops. Um. So and so it, it feeds into their sense of themselves, and having it is like you know I can I'm a patriot and can protect myself, right. but somehow yeah. I'm also going to overthrow the government. <laughs> So yeah, it makes, makes them feel like a badass. Yeah, I don't so know. Like, it's and and it just keeps like that is always going to be pushed. And then on the other side of it, there's like the the idea that like there's a no mass shooting every week. Kids can die at schools. People oh guns, man, and we're just in decline. Even though it's not, you know, it's not happening everywhere constantly. It's. Right. The fact that it does happen at all and it gets publicized as it should be, just it does feed into a consciousness of decline. Yeah, and uh, oh man, uh, the people like there are so many people who have told me it's like oh yeah I'm like a two issue one maybe two issue voter, mm-hmm. and if anyone ever says that you just know automatically one's going to be like oh yep. Second Amendment oh, yeah. rights, yep. and I just I just look at people like that as like. Why is that your one thing? It's like, first of all, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Like, the Second Amendment (laughs) behind the Quartering Act (laughs) is basically the most useless of the amendments. It would be, if Alexander Hamilton and James Madison were alive today, they would be astonished that we still have that. (laughs) Or at least they're so crazy about it. I don't know. It's like being crazy on like the points of order. Like all members shall state their names, like, <laughs> and then and like we are like that's like our main thing. <laughs> that's what we live or die on. It's like yeah, I vote entirely based on like gun rights. It's like why do you vote on something that doesn't matter? It's like it like the only way it affects our society is negatively. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, I was thinking about this in the shower the other day. It's what I think about in the shower, uh, politics, <laughs> okay. but uh, in political schemes, mm-hmm. a lot of there was a bit of a ruckus about Biden's whole uh, like uh, tax, like an extra tax on people who own like uh, documented ass- like what they would call assault weapons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, people are like, "Oh, that sucks!" It's like blah blah blah. And I was thinking, was like, actually. And I thought at first, like, oh, wow, that's going to piss people off. But then I thought about it, and I was like, it's actually a pretty good idea. (laughs) It's like, you uh, and Dane, as we saw in that, you know, sketch the other day, it was like, you tax the things you want to discourage in society. It's like, for example, uh, why why are cigarettes legal? They only have a negative effect in society. 
There's no good things that come out of it. It's like, well, it does bring in a lot of tax revenue because we tax the fuck out of cigarettes and alcohol. Right. So why not just start... Why not do a 200% tax on firearms? Oh, yeah. boy, we'd be rolling in it. Yep. Yeah. That's, 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 I mean, not... that's what we should do on marijuana. Not two thousand, not 200%, just 198%. Um, <laughs> Damn near. Except if, except if it's in medical cases. In that case, it's 500%. <laughs> be good. like a pharmaceutical company. Like, what are you going to do? Not use it? <laughs> Pay up. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I ever you are before? a cruel man. And we can, hey, and we can use it to fund a single payer healthcare system so the ends justify the means. I don't see what's wrong with that. <laughs> Robbing Peter to pay Paul. <laughs> What'd you say, Jazz? Y'all have a roll one up for the homies. <laughs> no, I'm not against marijuana. I just, uh, how do I put this? The people who I know who are like crazy about it uh, are all kind of losers. No. <laughs> so <laughs> that stigma just kind of hangs with me. Also, I'm not a big fan of inhaling anything into your lungs. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because uh, sometime, most of the time out of the year, I can't breathe. I feel that. <laughs> yeah, I've uh I as an asthmatic don't do anything like that. I hate Yeah, Dane is horrendously you know, asthmatic. Yeah. If you I also if, uh, despise the smell. I think it smells yeah. like ass. If he ever hit a joint, if you're like it'd <laughs> <laughs> be dead. And I, I and I also despise anything that other than uh, uh anesthetic when you go to the dentist. Uh mm-hmm. but um just because that's you know very legitimate. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but oh, I despise no, anything. I, I despise anything that puts you under. Quote. Yeah. Uh, I don't like losing my wits. I feel you. I understand that. That's kind of how Especially I feel. Especially around, as Kevin said, a bunch of losers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I what am I going to do? Stay the night at their house? Fuck that. <laughs> Oof. It's like, it's like contagious. You don't want to be a con- you want to oh, get no, catch no, no, it. No, 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 no. I'd rather be at home, sober. Have a nice bath. Read a book. So not even a drink. You wouldn't. You wouldn't drink anything. Like not even like. Oh, wine I, or I. Oh, yeah. I. I. I don't mind wine or drinking. I just. I am very, very, and I haven't been in a long time. Very rarely drunk. I don't yeah. like the thought of it. And if I am, it's not around a lot of people at all. Mm, I feel like that would be a good time, man. We gotta go. We gotta go drinking when I move. When I move out mm. there. I gotta, we gotta go drinking. Yeah. Well, it's. You've made the mistake of telegraphing me your intentions. Nah, now. Shit. I won't tell them. I'll be like, oh, dang, we're going to go check out this new uh, museum. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will. I can smell bullshit like that a mile away. Damn. He thinks he can, but he's one of the least observant men I've ever met. <laughs> Walking into doors. <laughs> slip, tripping on deceptively flat ground. <laughs> Oh. He wants sent money to the prince of Nigeria. <laughs> He's Kevin. When the prince of Nigeria asks you for help, you help him. You do. You do, man. Even Shout if he was prince. the real prince of Nigeria, what is, he, what is Nigeria, Nigeria going to give me? family? What are they going to do with that money? Like He said it was for education. <laughs> 
Anyway. Anyway, I don't know. I originally brought it up. The topic is anti-Asian hate. We didn't talk about Asian people at all, um, other than you know the rest in peace of the people who died. um, Yeah, it's just coronavirus shit, you know. Like, yeah, exactly. As as any American who's watched even a little bit of the news would know, uh, certain people have been real big on tying coronavirus to the Asians. It's like, oh, this is the China virus, the virus the Chinese were putting onto us. Yeah. So it's only natural that some shit like this Asian, would start happening. Racism, racism against Asians in the United States is always, always linked to scapegoating. <laughs> oh, like it's like you can look at like the Yellow Peril shit from the eighteen nineties. Um. <laughs> Uh, what we did with to the Japanese Americans in the 1940s. I love FDR, yeah. but anyone who believes that rights are inalienable just needs to look at that. <laughs> they can be taken away from you like that. Doesn't matter. That's just on the suspicion that you might know someone who might <laughs> be affiliated with the Japanese Empire. Yeah. Well, I uh, so I, so this whole the anti Asian hate and seeing the people like kind of like talk about it on social media and like TikTok and shit and all that. Um, it, it, people are throwing around the word of reparations again, because like, it seems like the people of color are so negatively affected by the people in power that it's like, okay, we are moving towards a better for everybody, but it's just like, come on, man. Like with all the bullshit that black people or asian people or even hispanic people have to go through um like should they receive something for it um or should it just be like oh well at least it's not like that anymore so like kind of like cut your losses and i don't know how i feel about it i do i do support some form of reparation but i don't think it should be along the line of like actual like money payments like i keep hearing like people are like oh every black person should get two billion dollars like that's hyperbole of course but like you know what i mean like like (laughs) like every black person should get fifty thousand dollars for for being black like i don't know how i feel about that but maybe like more stuff kind of like uh similar to like the native americans have with the uh being able to go to like school for free and stuff like that um i think that okay so i'm twofold about this one specialized reparations are maybe the most disastrous policy we could implement. Mm-hmm. Um, they are legislatively impossible and an electoral suicide. Yeah, yeah. Because they target people that the Democratic Party needs to start winning back. Like mm-hmm. they, It's like a heat-sinking missile on them. Uh-huh. Um, Kevin, you're muted again. Um, anyway, uh, but I do think, and Kevin and I have discussed this, Kevin has an idea... Uh, that's basically the Marshall Plan, mm-hmm. and it's and it's kind. Of, the Marshall Plan was in many ways reparations, but it was our way of saying of telling Europe with money, don't go communist because it's way better to be with us. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I think that there are reparations due in a. If we're going to do reparations, and and and. If that becomes in vogue, as it were, something that everyone, that the nation wants to make it successful, I think it should be across the board. Mm-hmm. It should be things like, oh, like the fucking poor whites in West Virginia mm-hmm. have been put upon very badly in history and they've been lied to 
And they they hate the wrong people for all of that. Uh, and like and in Kentucky, it's the same way too. Kentucky. It's like Kentucky. <laughs> sorry, it's like um, it's like there's a, like a narrative of the American Civil War that's like it was like it was fought for the slaveholders by poor whites. Yeah, and it's it's basically that. I think if there's going to be some reparations, it needs to be done with an eye to. It cannot be done specifically on races mm-hmm. because that the best would, form of reparations, quote unquote, we could do is uh, just basically rebuild and reconstruct, if you will, uh, impoverished communities. Exactly, and that that is a root. Like we were talking about, like the gun violence is, I think, is. Uh, a symptom, not a root cause. Mm-hmm. That what Kevin said, that is a root cause. Yeah. Because the the, the economic situation of that, it, everything else I think kind of stems from that. And that I think is basically just invigorate the the great society that we almost had in the nineteen sixties. Huh. Um and target things like target places like West Virginia, just like you target like the suburbs of Atlanta right. or Detroit. And, you know, you can have commissions that, you know, they do things differently, but it's part of the same program. Like it's, it's, you know, there is a way to treat cancer that doctors know, but each patient is treated differently, mm-hmm. but it's still a part of a treatment of cancer in general. Right. And I think that that would be, that's much more, you can, def- for one thing, you can defend that. I don't, I think reparations specialized are and only, like, say we only do reparations for African Americans. Mm-hmm. One thing: how do you defend that across the board? Because you're going to have to electorally. Yeah. Like, I can't even think of a way to bullshit that. Like, to BS your way through it because it mm-hmm. just can't be done. It, it's. I think it's just. It's just markedly unfair. It, there's no way to to spin that. And reparations across the board, but specialized to each of those communities, done in ways that have an eye to their own problems will be would be a massively helpful thing and yeah. probably be greater than the New Deal because yeah. we wouldn't have to deal with the fact of the Second World War. Because really. I, I came up with this, like, because you know, me and Dane have always, uh, you know, talked about like, oh, what if we took over? Maybe yeah. maybe not took over the country, but what if we like were in charge of the country? What could we do? Mm-hmm. And one of my first, and this is still my most significant, like, plan. Is a uh, is sort of like you know like a pseudo American, like a Marshall Plan that America does to itself. Yep. And obviously, because like one of a big thing I and me and Dane, uh, Dane, we don't even really talk about it. But one thing I've become very interested in in the past year or so is uh, gentrification. Mm-hmm. Because my parent, my grandparents, for like thirty years, they've lived in Lancaster, Texas, mm-hmm. which it may not be anymore, but I know back when I was like thirteen, by ratio, like uh, like per capita, it was the most African American populated city in Texas. Like the percent of African Americans to everyone else was like huge. And uh, to hear my grandfather talk, it wasn't that way at all when he first moved there. Like it was just sort of like in, you know a normal suburb sort of thing right so you know that makes you like why is that and you don't live here so you wouldn't know but dane would probably understand it 
if you look at areas like Frisco or Plano, just other DFW areas that are so gentrified now, mm-hmm. where you know, like oh, you know, rich people have moved in, businesses have come in and fancied up the whole area. Yeah. Meanwhile, the rent has gone up so much that you know, poor black families have to go somewhere else. Yep. And so they went to places like Lancaster and DeSoto. And so I'm like, hmm, what if we could gentrify an area without gentrifying? What it's like, is there a paradox where you can make an area better without uh, <laughs> forcing everyone who currently lives there out? And I came and I basically thought about it. It's like the only way you could do that is if the government did it personally. So you inject capital into yeah. the, and and inject capital and resource other kinds of resources and support. And uh, I think we can. And any and anytime, like there will be like at first you start at like at, at targeted places as test runs. And then when other start parts of the country, ah, why is it coming for us? Like, oh well, we're glad to help you too. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I feel like it's, and this might be because I I don't know too much about this, but I have witnessed it, um, especially in downtown uh, Indianapolis. You know, where you know I grew up in Indianapolis, but downtown was kind of always seen, well, at least when I was super young, as kind of like the hood. Like you lived downtown if you were a lot of the poor places where you know were downtown. But now going through it. It's it's like literally if you Googled suburbia, <laughs> that's what it looks like. And it's, it's insane. Just the switch where now you just see a bunch of, you know, white people jogging, walking their dogs and shit. It's like, what happened here? And that's a pure example of that. I think what uh, we could do is, you know, you said injecting capital, maybe uh, if black people were better uh equipped to enter like the workforce and like move and actually like have like careers and stuff like that um if gentrification were to happen it maybe wouldn't have much of an effect because black people would be able to afford the new prices of rent and stuff like that um i know a lot of times uh people talk about uh a lot of times uh rappers and stuff will talk about how like oh you know we're you know we're rappers or even jay-z said it in one of his songs you know if you're a drug lord or like you know whatever you're doing what you got to do to make ends meet and you make a lot of money like why don't you just buy up your neighborhood and and mm-hmm. like that's a way that you can like d- take that dirty money and like rinse it or re- redistribute it throughout your community um but you know there's a lot of issues i don't really want to get too into that because that's a whole nother can of worms of like you know issues in the in the black community and i, I don't know how um anybody listening would feel about me talking about that with my two white <laughs> co-hosts um but uh yeah uh this whole situation i you know like i said rest in peace to the asian um community i know they took a, a huge uh hit the people who died i mean the asian community took a huge hit here and i uh and it seems like they're still taking hits with people just running up on them and attacking them in the streets. It's just very, very crazy, crazy, crazy shit. Um, but uh, I, I hope that we we get something figured out soon. Um, but moving on, some <laughs> some bullshit. <laughs> so uh, John Cooper of the band Skillet, <laughs> the front man of the band Skillet, came out with some choice words against. Um, 
<laughs> Cardi B. Basically, he was saying, and I've heard this same sentiment said a lot by people who are kind of like on the right or even centrist, saying like, "Oh, Cardi B, we're 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 in, and uh, Megan Thee Stallion, we're putting up this." caricature for like our daughters and stuff that they have to be like this like we're praising um women who are very like sexual and like you know very uh outward with their sexuality and he, he was saying like you know this is the role models we're setting for our kids and it and it's it's kind of it's kind of fucky you know what i mean and he said that uh we're being like people are being forced to applaud and celebrate sexual degradation these are his words um and uh, Cardi and Megan's performance was a good example of how humanity has always been dexterous at confusing evil with good. Um, and then he compared it to Adolf Hitler <laughs> claiming to be uh, good while performing evil acts. Um, now, this is like I like this sort of shit is really funny to me because like, yeah, of course, nobody wants to show their daughters and kids like to be like twerking and shaking their ass and butt naked on like nobody wants their daughters to be doing that. Um, they're either young, young daughters, but it's just like, come on, man, like there's ways to say this, but why do they always do the it's like Hitler or Nazi Germany? No, it's not, dude. Like, because the American, think, the American I, education system is one of the shittiest ones in the world. I think in the general, whole uh, argument funny. of like. Oh well, what kind of example are we setting our children with? Music is just bullshit yeah. in general. For example, uh, when I was a kid, I used to watch MTV, and you know, just because I was a cringy kid, one of my favorite songs was "Chain Hang Low" by Jibs. That didn't mean I wanted to be a black guy in the <laughs> saggy pants with a big hanging chain. <laughs> it's like sometimes things are just popular, you know. Yeah. It's like oh. Violence is only a thing because video games, when it's proven, it's not. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Grand, Th see, Grand Theft Auto uh, is popular, but, you know, you don't see, <laughs> at least not very frequently, you don't see people like, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to kill this guy in a liquor store and then run some women <laughs> over, <laughs> run over some hookers on the sidewalk. It's like, you know, kids aren't going around. around. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got five stars today. <laughs> uh -oh. You know, yeah. Also, like the role model things, like uh, maybe you should do a better job parenting. Mm -hmm. uh, if that's like, for one thing, kids actually listen. Like it's just true, kids do listen to their parents on role model things. And if you if you're just letting them see that, for one thing, I don't think it's they're going to become uh, overly sexually active when they shouldn't be right. because of that. For one thing, there I hate this idea, and it, it goes back and like you were saying, like them saying it's like Adolf Hitler, and then I said the education system failed. Yeah, it goes back to this for me. Like, uh, people have always been sexualized. That's what humans do. Yeah, <laughs> like there's, it's no different. Like you can go like, <laughs> it's like this. It's almost the exact same thing. You could go back to ancient Rome and find a bunch of stuffy Stoic philosophers, like, oh, all these whores in the street. <laughs> They're like, our, the, our morals are going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> they last for a thousand years. Just like, it's like, it's the same shit. You will go, every, humanity never changes. The only thing that changes is the clothes that we have on. <laughs> well, here, let me, let me, let me ask her this. Cause it kind of like goes into like my point. Well, I, I just, I just wanted, I'm curious. And also it kind of goes into my point. So how old are you guys? You guys are what? 22, 23, 24, 24. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, dang, I could have swore that I was a little bit more older than you guys than that. But uh, anyway, so have you guys had um, 
have you guys had your like did you guys go through a rebellious phase in like in your teenage years eh, i mean i i to the i liked heavy metal music okay so I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, no. I wouldn't say that's rebellious it's not I a phase like, mom you just dressed in makeup I, and like a kiss outfit you no know, i used to wear bring me the horizon t-shirts oh you know, I no would, i wouldn't call that a and you know i used to have like long hair i mean i still have long hair my hair currently is long as years but you know uh <laughs> i wouldn't call that a rebellious phase i wasn't like fuck you mom yeah what about you dan <laughs> no i think and you said the music thing my rebellious phase in music was like huh, i didn't like country music i listened to Bob. <laughs> okay so the reason why i bring and it up my, and also it was just like i was like verma a young age was pretty intellectual yeah, so I get that was I was rebelling against like basically the common thing around here is to not be that right right so, <laughs> if if being smart is a rebellion against being fucking dumb then we were very yeah. rebellious no like no shit like I would get like like family would say like oh I was like I was like yo you know that Dane he reads a lot of books like oh, you know that you you don't read anything. Yeah, <laughs> and so that's that was basically the thing I would play, and now I can, you know, uh, okay. quote after this, and they can't do shit. Okay, so the reason why I asked is because, um, in terms of like the whole like sexual like, uh, the prom- promiscuity or whatever, uh, uh, I think I'm saying that word right, of like our daughters or and even our sons to examine. I feel like people are are so crazy about like pushing this. Oh, sex is bad. Sexuality is. bad bad and it's just instead of like t- teaching proper like you know like safe sex um you know uh sex education like pushing that kind of narrative like this whole it kind of like bleeds into the whole like oh the left are making our daughters want to go out and fuck everything and then get abortions every tuesday you know what i mean like it's just like if people really hated abortions and stuff like that like the right if they hated it so much then literally they all are all all they would have to do is fund planned parenthood more like teach sex education you know what i mean there'll be more people using condoms make contraception like free or at least affordable and then like people will just be they'll deal with that issue that way you know what i mean i feel like kids kids are going to do what kids are going to do i think most people go through the go through a rebellious phase i know i did i know um i i I mean maybe it's anecdotal but i know a lot of people who who um who have but i feel like that's something that kind of like you can expect from kids and kids are going to you tell a kid not to do something they're probably going to do it anyway just because some kids have to learn that way you know what i mean um i feel like if Instead of being like, oh, don't look at Cardi B on the Grammys, go like, like, just have that talk with children and say like, yo, um, this is just, you know, they're being proud of their sexuality. This is not how a child should act, but we should still, you know, it's still like, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It might not be a good, a good, good thing, depending on who, who it is, but it's not a, a it's definitely not Nazi Germany. Um, so the finest philosophers in the current Western world, Tyler Ninja Blevins. <laughs> so I dropped the teacher kids uh what they should exactly i'm just here to game (laughs) all right it's like no one's like it was like oh my kid's gonna start doing that then tell her not to exactly like cardi b is like i just want to shake ass bro i don't give a fuck about little timmy no you're my six-year-old daughter and you're not doing that (laughs) 
People have. End of story. You don't have to. Oh, this fucking world. I can't get anything done. And like, people are as promiscuous now as they have always been. There's no extra fucking going on. (laughs) It's the same as it's always been. Like I said, like you could go back to the 1910s and find some like stuffy nose, like stiffer, stiff lip, like English aristocrat. Like, oh, don't you be showing your leg now. I want you to find a good family. It's the same shit. There so, have been far more promiscuous societies in history, oh, and far oh. more oppre- sexually oppressed ones. I mean, we're, we're actually hard- somewhere in the middle. Like, we're hardly the fucking Etruscans, fucking like a <laughs> brave new world. Like, oh, every time I see another living creature, I have to fuck it. <laughs> uh, it's actually funny. Uh, <laughs> me and Dane were watching Samurai Shampoo earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about Edo period Japan, which was by by and large a very, like, peaceful time. And, you know, you think of Japan as, like, one of the most, uh, like, traditional societies there Mm -hmm. is. (laughs) But even there, see, the problem is when a society gets comfortable and complacent, uh, especially in, like, you could say times of peace or times of economic prosperity. (laughs) Oh, boy, they just start fucking like rabbits. Like, or, like Edo period Japan, like there's a whole episode of like, oh, there's just smut art everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like the and, and Japan's still that way. Japan for all like it's usually nations okay. I, I have this thesis and I think it is absolutely true. The nations of the Axis powers are the most sexually interested people in history. Germany, I mean, everyone thinks of German dungeon porn. And then in (laughs) Japan, there's fucking uh, uh, hentai. And hentai is directly from the Edo period. Like, you can go see some of that now. Shit that they have. It's like you. It's like looking at medieval chroniclers that are just porn. It's just straight porn. It's like don't get me started on the Italians. They've been they've been fucking like rabbits for thousands of years. It's like it's it's a nations that are quasi repressed. Like like they try to come off as like oh we have morals and decency. It's like but when the lights go off. But when uh, the lights go up, <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. In any case, uh, listening to Cardi B is not going to make you a whore. No, if, like being a whore will make you a whore, and I mean Correct. that in a unis- I mean that in a unisex fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there are just men and women in this earth who uh, were put here to plow, and they will. Oh yes. <laughs> Some people just like it. Some people <laughs> just—they're just the plow horse. They're there it's, to till the fields. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Holy oats. laughs> oh my god. Anyway, that's all I gotta say about this. Yeah. Skillet uh, is a terrible another, man, and I'm done with this topic. <laughs> another topic solved. We can put that one in the book. Put that forever. I don't want to ever talk about Skillet again <laughs> on the podcast. Oh my gosh. John Cooper, get it together, man. I know you're not listening, but if you <laughs> but if somehow actually might be. What is Skillet doing right now? <laughs> They're ripping me to shreds. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so yeah, moving on. I guess we could. These last two topics are kind of like together. Um, so, Game Grumps were trending. Uh, I'm not a fan of Game Grumps. Uh, I never have been. Not even when John Tron was there, who I uh, am a fan of. 
even though he's kind of racist, I still like I still support uh, John Tron because I feel like I, I feel like he's I feel like he's more just stupid instead of like being like an actual racist. You, does that make sense? Like I feel like I feel like he was just kind of one of those many many got kids who grew up on the internet gaming sphere who mm-hmm. fell down the alt right rabbit hole yeah. for a time. So like, you know, nothing out of the ordinary. So, I consider I consider George Wallace a racist. And that's when I use the term racist. Yeah. I, I think yeah. he's just, I mean, I have friends that hold stupid views. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> how I feel about John Tron. I just feel like he's an idiot. Uh, but, you know, what? it is what it is. But anyway, Game Grumps now is uh, this the, the Aaron guy and uh, this dude named Dan or Danny or whatever. I, I Again, I'm not a fan of them, so I don't even, I don't know. But I guess this Danny guy got hit with some, got hit with some shit. Uh, got hit with the allegations that came around and, and got his ass. And it was from this fucking video on Reddit that's so hilariously cringy to me. Um, the video, I guess, this girl said that she met Danny uh, while uh, th- she was underage. They kind of talked a bit. And then as soon as he she turned 18, he it turned sexual, like, instantaneously. Like, homie was waiting for her to blow out that candle. Um, and... It turned sexual, and then she, and then he sent her this video, basically of her, him at like a Airbnb or whatever the fuck, and basically saying like, "Oh, hey, check out this cool hot tub. <laughs> yeah, we could totally like <laughs> fuck in it." <laughs> like that's literally how he sounded in the video, and it's just like it, it's so it sounded so staged, like he was reading off a script. How he said that to her, like I was like, people don't talk like this. Um, but anyway. He was all over Twitter and everyone's kind of freaking out. And then more stuff came out where about how, like, I guess he's been fucking his fans for years um, of age, you know, never anybody underage, but he's been fucking his fans for years and then ghosting them after he hit. Um, it's pretty, it's, it, it, it's not funny, but it is funny kind of um, that some guy that goes by Danny Sexbang is out here <laughs> fucking some fucking he's, people. Hey, he said it in his name. It's like hot sauce. You know what it does. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Um, but. The funniest thing about this is that, like, I guess this stuff has came out as false and everybody was ready to to fucking um, cancel everybody because, you know, you know how the uh, the timeline just jumps on these allegations. But I think what's very, very interesting about these allegations is the the discussion that kind of sparked from it. So people were saying that people who are famous shouldn't have shouldn't have those sort of sexual relationships with fans period um and i wonder what, I wonder what your guys' takes is it our takes are on it because it's like i've heard i've heard both sides where it's like oh like yeah parasocial relationships aren't good you know and it the power dynamics and all that blah blah blah, blah. and the other side is like bruh like what's wrong with it it's, it's like a rock star mentality like what's wrong with like yeah. fucking people who want to fuck you if it's, it's consensual and of dynamic. age it's like oh shut the fuck up. if i was a rock star i'd be getting hit in every uber i was in <laughs> it's like oh it's like it's groupies have been a thing for thousands of years and they will be a thing thousands of years into the future exactly and that's and, why and it's also and everyone wants to act weird about it it's like oh, when like internet personalities start doing it i don't understand and and it's also like to me like to even hold like an opinion and it's like one way or another and my opinion is exactly y'all's like it's it's fine uh um 
and it's been happening and it will continue happening. But either way, to me, either side of the opinion, it's just immaterials because it's like I said, it's going to happen because that's the way that's the way human relationships are. This it's just shit gonna is happen. so shitty to it's, me. It's just. It's it's so fucking stupid to me. It's just like who cares if he exactly. if he is out here fucking eighteen year olds as as however old whatever they are like the way the society and this may be a hot take and if and and I and I'll walk it back if someone if I talk to someone who can kind of like say like oh that was a really shitty take but like the way that we have we kind of set the the bar is like okay when somebody uh, is eighteen and they're able to. Um, you know, we set the rules for like what makes someone the age of majority. You know what I mean? If you hit those rules, then I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, yeah, it's kind of creepy or whatever, but I don't care that much where I want you to lose your job or lose your following or whatever. Like, who fucking cares, bro? Like, if homeboy is out here fucking eight freshly 18 girls at fucking uh, TwitchCon or wherever the fuck f- fucking uh, Rooster RTX or whatever the fuck they're at, like, I don't care like that it, it just it just this is what you guys like it's a slow day huh y'all y'all want to cancel danny sex bang for having a consensual <laughs> sexual relationship with somebody like i understand the whole parasocial relationship thing but i feel like that's more of a topic that you have to talk about with the fans and not the content creator like it's not my fault me specifically like i'm not uh like I'm, since I stream and shit like that, the people that I talk to that come to my streams every t- every day, like I consider them friends, I guess. But it's not like how like me talking to you guys or whatever. You know what I mean? Because it'll never be that. They'll never know me, me and stuff like that. And that's not my problem. You know what I mean? And I and I, I feel like that's how we should kind of look at it. We should just tell people, yo, these streamers, YouTubers, musicians, they're not your friend. Like they they might fuck you, but they're not your friend. Not only are they not your friend, but they're see people sort of view like uh, internet personalities as like these weird entities, and not what they are, which are human beings. And uh, what do human beings to do? <laughs> oh, they like to plow. <laughs> so you know, if, if you're a person uh, who, if, if you get famous and you're like, hmm. Many more opportunities for me to plow. <laughs> You're gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, I think most people would do it. I feel like a lot of people, yeah. like, have this old, oh, I would never do that. I am an upstanding citizen. I would yeah. not fuck any of my fans. It Bullshit, think, bro. It makes me think, it's like, we have, like, this fucking double standard on it's like, it's like, we're, su- we're supposed to be a pretty liberal, open society, and yet we are straight jacket. When it comes to like, it's like some nebulous, like sordid affair like that. No, 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 no. You should have, you should have waited, courted her even, asked her father permission, taking her on a carriage ride down a darkened lane, and then taking her. It's like what, like so what? He fucked a fan. It's legal. It's done. Who gives a shit? People are like, but then he ghosted her. So. I can think of five non-famous guys right now who've done that same shit. He he came to the field, he sowed the oats, plucked the oats, he got what he wanted, and left. That's like what? The other billions of relationships in the history of of the human race. It's like, yeah. oh, but this one matters because we've heard his voice on videos. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen his face. In any uh, case, uh, 
I'm not down with grooming. I think it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? <laughs> yeah, fucking your fans, you know, whatever. Uh, if Ray Shrimmered are cool for it, you know, why aren't YouTubers? <laughs> <laughs> but people are saying, like, pushing... What like, can the, you do? People fucking throw around that groom Another word. Another issue solved under our belts. What's next? Man, like... Oh, hold on. I think I'm... Okay. Discord was fucking up. Can you hear me? Kevin, you're muted. Yes, I can. <laughs> All right. Yeah, people fucking throw around that groom word like crazy. It's like, oh, like someone talks to somebody. Okay, let me hit y'all with a hypothetical, right? So somebody talks to, guy talks to girl, and he's like, hey, girl, uh, hey, what's up? And then she says, oh, I'm 17. And then he's like, oh, okay, cool, understandable, have a nice day. And then when she turns 18, it's like, hey, girl, and then pursues a, like, a relationship from that point, like like people th- call that grooming and it's like what <laughs> like what do you mean <clears throat> it people who call that grooming are again people who have too much time on their hands and who are <laughs> and, uh, like yeah. are in other people's business yeah i mean it's like uh like I, I am against grooming but i do think it it does get thrown around too much like Grooming is like, oh, how, like you're 15, right? <laughs> I can't wait to fuck you. <laughs> Basically. Like, what day's your birthday? He's like, yeah, I'm going to be expecting a text on that. Bro, he mar- marked it on his calendar. Uh, Siri, remember? Uh, March. Uh, that's fucking crazy. I don't know, man. People are always trying to take their moral systems and kind of push it on everyone else. And I feel like yeah. that is just... That's just like, like for for what for what? And, and, it's, yeah. and they're under the misconception that their morality, for one thing, they even they abide by it because they don't morality. Exactly. It, it's 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 a product like anything else of your culture, your society, and where you are in your place and time. And I go as far and say that people are just morally gray, just as a base. You know what I mean? I feel like we've all done kind of some morally gray shit, and we will continue to do morally gray shit because that's what being a human is nobody is fucking jesus if you b- believe in that uh just walking around not fucking fans people what a life essentially uh if you're mad at a rapper or a youtuber for having consensual sex with their fans uh you're a dweeb <laughs> and that's <laughs> the end of that you need a job <laughs> please touch grass please because unless it was you and it wasn't consensual then if anything shut the fuck up and take it to the police oh my goodness but it wasn't know. so case closed case fucking closed man that's pretty much all i had to talk about though this week because ain't shit been happening other than the same old shit uh they're really over there playing valorant yeah, that's unlucky. That's very they, sad. They, they, they probably all killed themselves, and it's just they're all sitting in there silently. And <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about? Uh, not really. How are you guys enjoying uh, Attack on Titan? I know I've seen on Twitter yeah. people are talking about the most recent episodes. Yeah, that's good. Is the podcast still going? Yes, the podcast is still oh, okay. going. Um, I don't. I don't want to do spoilers. You don't want to. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and wrap it up. Then. All right.